Just close your eyes. Picture the story. Elisha, the king, has sent out his army to kill Elisha, to capture him, to put an end to what the Lord's been doing through Elijah by the spirit of the Lord. And his servant wakes up in the morning, Gehazi, and he opens his eyes, and they are surrounded by the enemy. They're surrounded by the king's whole army. And Gehazi says, oh my goodness, we are surrounded. And Elijah looks out and he laughs and he says, ha, (laughs) you can't see, can you? You can't see the Lord's army surrounding them. And in the blink of an eye, the whole army goes blind. And he goes out and he approaches the commander and he says, hey, who are you looking for? Oh, let me take you where you belong. And he leads the entire blind army into the hands of God's army, of the army of Israel. Amen? This is how the Lord works in your life. This is how he works in warfare. This is how he works in different situations in your life. You are surrounded. The Bible says, we're going to read about it in a moment, that he encamps around those who love him. He encamps around those who love him. That's 360 degrees. He encamps around those who love him. Amen? Today's different. Today we're pushing hard on worship. We're pushing hard on you personally entering into the presence of the Lord by your own actions of worshiping the Father. The last six weeks we've been pushing hard on these values and the first pillar that we've been talking about is that his presence is everything. Can you repeat it with me? His presence is everything. And then we've been talking about the vision for the year and what the Lord's been speaking for the church and how this is a year of abundance. John 10, 10, he came to give you a life that is fully abundant. And before we leave those two thoughts, we're gonna drill deeper this morning. And we're gonna do it by proclaiming the scriptures. Because what I felt like the Lord said he wanted this week is that he would be highly praised by you. That we would remember his goodness. And that it would go deep into your hearts. So we're gonna proclaim some scriptures. I'm just gonna go through lots of different scriptures and I want you to engage with me. I want you to repeat with me when I ask you to. You can sit down if you like, you can stand up if you like, but we're gonna continue in worship through the scriptures and then we're gonna jump back into worship in a moment. This is John 10, verses nine through 11. Jesus says, I am the door and if anybody enters by me, he will be saved. Close your eyes, picture Jesus as the door the doorway into eternal life. Jesus himself, he is the door. He says, I am the door. And whoever enters by me, he will be saved. And he will go in and he will go out and he will find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Close your eyes. Look at the devil in the face and say, you come only to steal, kill, and destroy. It says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. In the Greek, this word abundant, it actually means super abundant. Can you say super abundant? It means excessive life. Say excessive life. It means abundantly above. All right? It means beyond measure. It means to your advantage more than what is necessary. Picture that. Close your eyes. Picture the Father handing to you more than what is necessary. 
It's what Jesus said he came to give you. Life more than what is necessary. Super abundantly, excessive life. Abundantly above and beyond measure to your advantage. Much more than is necessary. Let's look at Psalms 37. Verses 3. If you have your Bible, you can quickly turn there. Psalms 37, verses 3 through 6. We're reading from the ESV this morning. Psalms 37, verses 3 through 6. It says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Close your eyes, imagining befriending faithfulness. In the Hebrew, it says, actually feed on his faithfulness. Close your eyes, picture feeding on the faithfulness of the Lord. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land, dwell in his place, dwell where he is and feed off of his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act on your behalf. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Just picture your eyes. If you dwell where the Father is, you have the ability to feed on his faithfulness and to be taken care of by his faithfulness. Amen? Say, Father, I want my life to be where you are. I want to be fed by your faithfulness. Open up to Jeremiah 29, verses 11 through 3. Uh, 11 through 13. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. King James says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They're plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a hope and a future. In the King James, that's, that it says, I know the thoughts I have for you. I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are plans of peace. Say peace. Plans of safety. Say safety. Friendly thoughts. Say friendly thoughts. Health, prosperity, favor, rest, and welfare. The thoughts that the Lord thinks towards you are good thoughts. The thoughts he has about you are good thoughts. Thoughts of peace, thoughts of rest, thoughts of safety, thoughts of friendliness towards you. Health, prosperity, favor, rest, welfare. This is his heart for you. And it says in the King James, to give you an expected end. I know the thoughts I think about you to give you an expected end, and they are good. They are only good. If you allow the Lord to lead your life, he will take you to an expected end that is only good for you. Amen? If you surrender yourself to him, if you come in line with his word, he will take you to an expected end. He will walk in the path. He will take you in the path to a good place, to good pasture where you feed on his faithfulness. It says, then, verse 12, you will call upon me and come to pray, come and pray to me and I will hear you. And you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. King James, it says that I will hearken 
which is Shema. I will hearken unto you, the Lord says. I will hearken to you. What does hearken mean? It means to hear intelligently. The Father listens to you intelligently. It means to attentively pay attention, to carefully pay attention, to consider what you are saying to him, and to perceptively listen to what you are speaking. This is what the Lord does for you when you cry out to him, when you pray to him. And you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. That word found in the King James, it means to appear to you, to meet with you, to attain what you search for. Close your eyes. If you are looking for the Lord, if you are hungering for him with all of our heart, he says that you will be found. He will be found by you. He will be found by you, and he will come and meet with you. Face to face, he will come and meet with you and give you the thing that you're looking for. This is his goodness towards you. This is his promise towards you. This is his heart towards you. If you allow it to happen, allow it to be poured out all over you. Open to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, th 3 through 11. Ephesians 1, 3 through 11. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ Jesus with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Say, He has blessed me with every spiritual blessing. He has already blessed you with every spiritual blessing. The Greek word of this word, every, it means all of the blessings. Every blessing that there is in eternity, every blessing that he has in his arsenal, he has already blessed you with, amen? He's already given it to you. There are no more for him to pour out to you because he already gave you every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, amen? He's pouring it out over you. Close your eyes. I want you to picture the Father on the throne. And at the base of his throne is this river of blessings. All the blessings from his heart. All the goodness from his heart. It's flowing. And it's this huge, powerful river. And then it comes down to a waterfall. And the waterfall is tall. It's a thousand feet tall. And it comes down with such force and such power that it shapes the earth at the bottom. And then there you are at the bottom of the waterfall. Arms wide spread. Standing in the blessings of the Father. All you got to do is get in that waterfall. He's already given it to you. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. All the blessings he can find, he's already poured out on you. You just got to get into the waterfall. You got to align your heart to be soft to him, to surrender to him, to say yes to him. You gotta receive those blessings. Imagine holding your arms out, just accepting, just receiving all of those blessings. He's already given it to you. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined you for adoption. That means in love, he decided beforehand to make you his son. And all you got to do is say yes. Amen? 
He picked you before the earth was created to make you his son. Predestined you for adoption to himself as sons in Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. To the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon you in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things to him and things in heaven and things on the earth. Because in him we have obtained an inheritance, having predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to his counsel. Amen. Let's look at Matthew 7. Matthew 7, 7 through 11. Are you getting his heart for you? His heart for you is good. He loves you so much. He's so passionate about you. He did everything he possibly could to pour out his blessings upon you. He's madly in love with you. All you have to do is is accept it. Come into his presence and accept it. Matthew 7, 7. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. In the Greek, the word ask, it means to beg. Say beg. It means to cry out. It means to crave. It means to desire. It means to require. So imagine this, Jesus is telling you, require, and it will be given to you. Desire, and it will be given to you. Crave, and it will be given to you. Cry out, and it will be given to you. Beg me for this, and it will be given to you. And then the next word, it says seek. The word seek, it means to desire. It means to endeavor. If you're going to go and endeavor for something, that is a journey. That is a path. You are packing up your stuff. You are moving along. You're going to go on a journey if you're endeavoring for something. Amen? So Jesus tells you, ask and it will be given to you. Require of me and it will be given to you. Seek. Go endeavor these things of me and it will be given to you. And then he says, knock. Do you know what the word knock means? In the original word, the word knock, it means to rap. Not musically. It means the old-timey word rap. You know what rap means? I'm just going to read it. It means to strike a hard surface with a series of rapid, audible blows in order to attract attention. Close your eyes. Look at Jesus' face. He looks at you. In the eyes, and he says, require of me. Endeavor of me, and it will be given to you. Come to me and strike a hard surface with a series of rapid, audible blows. And attract the attention of the Father, and it will be given to you. Amen? These are the words of Jesus to you. And why is it? Because... It says, for everybody who asks receives, everybody who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which of you, if his son asks for for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. Today's Jack's eighth birthday. 
And as evil and wicked and sinful as Rachel and I are, we know how to give good gifts. It's our joy. It's our delight. We love the ability to bless him with tremendous gifts. And if me, as sinful as I am, am able to give good gifts to my child, how much more does the Father in heaven love to give you good gifts? This is his heart for you. He loves you so much. Open to Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. Blessed is the man. Who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. Close your eyes. Say, Father, I want to delight in your word. I want to delight in your law. I want to delight in your ways. Repeat it after me. Say, Father, I want to delight in your word. I want to delight in the law, I want to delight in your pathways. Because blessed is that person. If you want to be blessed in the room today, if you want your life to be dripping with blessing and favor and anointing of the Father, this is how to do it. Delight yourself in the ways of the Lord. Delight yourself in the heart of the Father towards you. Delight yourself in his word. Because that person, he is like a tree that is planted by streams of water that yields fruit in season and out of season. Its leaves do not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Amen? Close your eyes. Picture yourself as a tree. And now that river of blessing that you pictured earlier, it's flowing right beside you. You are planted by living waters. Everything that you need to grow big and strong, everything you need to have life, it's right there in those waters. And your roots grow deep as you learn to fall in love with his word, as you learn to fall in love with his ways, as you learn to fall in love with his paths. Your roots grow deep and they are fed constantly in season and out of season. Your, your leaves do not wither. You bear fruit in every season no matter what's going on. No matter what storm comes away, comes along, you are standing strong in the Lord because he is your sustenance. This is the word of the Lord for you. This is his joy that you get to live like this. Go to Psalm 16, verses 2 and then 5. 16:2. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. Verse 5. The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. The lines for me, they've fallen in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel in the night. Also, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be shaken. Just picture him at your right hand. 
no matter how violently the earth shakes, no matter how violently things happen around you, when he comes by your side, when you choose to allow him to be by your side, you will not be shaken. The ground which you stand on will not be shaken, declares the Lord. He is your foundation. He is your strength. Verse 9, therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Picture the words in your mind, his presence. His presence is the fullness of joy. The fullness of joy for your life is not found in the things that you buy. The fullness of joy for your life is not found in the job that you have. It's not found in your friends. It's not found in your clothes or your possessions. It's not found in your family. The fullness of joy for your life is in his presence. If you need more joy in your life, you need his presence. Because it's the only place in the universe that you will find the fullness of joy. And his promise to you is that at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. You make known to me the path of life. And in your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You make known to me the path of life. And in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Say amen. Let's go to Psalms 31. 31 verse 19. Thank you, Lord. It says, oh, how abundant is your goodness. Just picture a mountain of his goodness piled up for you. A bulldozer is pushing it off the cliff, falling on top of you. Oh, how abundant, Father, is your goodness. It never ends. There's, there's never an end to it. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you've stored up for those who fear you. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a mountain of goodness of the Lord in store for you in the heavenly places. The Lord is not angry. He's not mad. He's not disappointed. He has actually piled up mountains of goodness for you. And he's ready to pour it out. He's ready to give it to you as you come into his presence, as you find him in a deeper way. Oh, how abundant is your goodness which you have stored up for those who fear you and, who, and worked for those who take refuge in you. In the sight of the children and mankind, in the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from strife of tongues. Psalms 84, verses 1 through 7. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. Just take a moment. Put your hands up to the Lord. Just receive his goodness pouring out all over you. You can stand up if you want to. Just receive his goodness pouring out all over you. His heart for you is so good. His love for you is so good. His desire to take you to an expected end of his goodness. It's so good. Say, Father, we receive your joy. Say, Father, we receive your joy. Father, we receive your love. Father, we receive your goodness. Father, we receive the abundant love that you have for us. Let it go deep in our hearts. Let it go deep in our hearts. Let it supersede our thoughts about you. Let it go straight to our spirits in the name of Jesus. It would forever change our opinion of you and the way we interact with you. It would forever change us today. Inside of every spirit, the word of God penetrating like a sword. Psalms 84.1, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh, they sing for joy to the living God. Picture yourself in the courts of the Lord. Your heart, your flesh crying out for him, singing for joy because it's the only appropriate response to his goodness. And for a moment, I want you to visualize yourself in your mind. Visualize yourself singing praise to him in the appropriate way. Maybe it's something you've never done before. But if you're in his presence, if you understand his goodness, what is the appropriate response of worship from you to him? Imagine yourself responding in that way. Just keep imagining it. Let it sink in there. As you pour out your praises to him, I want you to see this. His presence, what's happening to his presence, as you pour out your praise to him, you are actually drawing his presence near to you. In the Hebrew, the word presence actually means face. It has this connotation of his face as being right there next to you, right there looking you in the eyes. And as you worship appropriately to him, you draw his presence like a magnet. And he can't help but stay away from you, but stay near to you, but come near to you. He can't help it. And when he comes, along with him is that river of blessings. When he walks over to you, the river of blessings behind him. And in that river, it gets all over you. And as you worship more, because you're so thankful for his goodness and his blessings in your life, and then he comes closer, and then more of his blessings get on you. And it continues, and it continues, and it continues. That's appropriate. That's what it's supposed to be. That's how it is in heaven. But all too often our flesh gets us stopped. All too often our flesh gets us stuck. It's like there's concrete all over our feet. We can't move our feet. 
We can't move forward. And it's like there's, a, there's tape over our mouths and we can't sing the praises that are appropriate to the king of all kings. It's like our arms are chained down to our bodies and we're afraid because our flesh, it's so gross. It's afraid to sing the praises of the Lord. But you need to understand, when you break off those chains, when you kick off the concrete, when you rip the tape off of your mouth in the flesh, when you do these things in the spirit world, you draw the presence, you draw the face of God near to you. And his blessings come strongly behind it. Psalms 84, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young at your altars. O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house ever singing praises. Blessed are those whose strength is in you in whose hearts are the highways to Zion. Woo! Picture your heart. If we could open your heart and we could see the pathways, all the places that your heart goes, all the places that your heart longs to be, does it go to Zion? Because blessed is the one whose heart are the pathways to the Father. And as they go through the valley of Baca, this is the valley of despair. This is the valley of sorrow. This is the valley of sadness. This is a dry place. This is a difficult place. This is a place we do not like to be. But the Bible says, the word of God says, as they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. Say hallelujah. The ones who are blessed, whose hearts go to Zion, no matter where you walk, no matter your circumstance in life, no matter what's happening to you, where you go, it does not matter. If you're walking through the desert, it does not matter. If you're on the mountaintop, it does not matter. If you're in a difficult situation in business or in life, in relationships, it does not matter because the blessed ones of God are able to turn those places into places of living waters, places of springs of life, dwelling up out of them. They make it a place of springs, amen? This is the promise of the Lord for you. If you worship Him, if your heart leads to Him, His blessings come. And because you are planted like a tree next to a mighty stream, no matter where you go, His goodness is there with you. And they go from strength to strength. They do not go from despair to strength. They do not go from weakness to strength. They do not go from lack to strength. They go from strength to strength, no matter what their circumstance is. And each one appears before God in Zion. Verse 10. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God, he is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor and no good thing does he withhold, does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Amen. Close your eyes, say it with me. Say no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. We've got two more scriptures. Psalms 91, verse 14. 
prepare your heart because we're going to pour out our love for him in just a moment. Psalms 91 verse 14. Because he holds fast to me in love, the Lord says, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. This is what the Lord says about you. Because you love him, because your heart goes to Zion, because you worship him with all of your heart, because you are his, because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. And when he calls to me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and I will honor him. And with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is what he has in store for you. Psalms 112, verses 1 through 9. Stand up with me. Band, you guys go ahead and come on up. Psalms 112, verses 1 through 9. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. Close your eyes. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. Do you greatly delight in his commandments? Listen, I want to tell you, even if you don't currently delight in his commandments, you have the open door of opportunity before you this morning. Even if you have never regarded his word in the past, even if you have zero fear for the Father this morning, he is the door, and all through enter through him shall be blessed. He's giving you the opportunity this morning to fear him, to honor him, to respect him, to love him, to receive his goodness for you. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. Because he is gracious and merciful and righteous, it is well with the man who dwells generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady, and he will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. Put your hands on your heart. Father, we want the right response to you. We want the right response to your goodness. We want the right response to your kindness. We want the right response to your love. We want to pour out our praises to you. We want our hearts to be soft and moldable to you. We want our hearts to be submitted to you because you are so good. There truly is nobody as good as you in all of the universe. There is not one that loves us the way that you love us. There's not one that cares for us the way that you care for us. There's not one that patiently listens to our every word and you come and you hearken to us. There's not one in all the universe that is like you, Father. And so this morning, we put our hearts in check and we say, come and align with the word of God as you receive the goodness of the Lord over you and father we thank you that as we do the blessings of heaven are being poured out like a waterfall from heaven being poured out upon every single heart who's opening up to you in this moment we receive the blessings of heaven 
And we want to enter into that constant cycle of pouring out our praise and admiration of you and receiving your blessing and receiving the rewards that you promised because you said we can't please you if we don't believe that you don't exist and that you love to reward those who diligently seek you. So here's what I'm declaring today. I'm declaring that today is a breakthrough day. The Lord says there is easy breakthrough today. Whatever you need breakthrough in, there's easy breakthrough today. Because His presence is with us. The atmosphere is thin. There's easy breakthrough today. If you want a breakthrough of hunger in Him, there's easy breakthrough for you today. If you want a breakthrough of of purity, there's easy breakthrough for you today. If you want a breakthrough of, of passion for Him, whatever you need a breakthrough in, there's easy breakthroughs today. If you will yield your heart to Him and say yes to Him, and if you will pour out your love and your admiration to Him, because He wants to be praised this morning. And I'm declaring that from this day forward, every single person in the room, if I could look into every one of your eyes, I would, every person in the room, Today's a new day. And moving forward, this week, next week, in the future months, for the rest of your life, you will praise in a different way. You will honor in a different way. Your heart will be appropriate based on the blessings of the Father for you. And as you do, His blessings continue to flow in your life. Amen? So here's how we respond. We're jumping back into worship. We've got four songs to go through. And I want you to connect with him in a way you've never connected before. That picture of you rightly responding to him in worship, I want you to do it. I want you to do it in the flesh in this room today. So if that means you need to go get in a corner of the room, if you need to get away from the people that you came with, if you need to come lay down on your face in the front, do what you have to do to follow the leading of the Spirit so that you can honor the Lord in the ways that are appropriate based on his love and his kindness and his goodness for you. Amen?